All right, good morning. Okay, we are here uh, this morning. So um, uh, we're excited to start this show today. And if you have not grabbed your coffee or mimosa or your coffee cup with mimosa, <laughs> then get it now because we already have ours. So we're excited to see y'all this morning. And um, we have two awesome guests to start the show this morning. We've got Christian Graffinino, who is our fashion expert, which you all know. She's amazing. And she brought a guest with her today. Yes, so excited. Yay! Okay, so it is Cecile Reynolds. Cecile is the owner of Brooks Boutique. Yes. And um, it's a very awesome resale shop. Um, I was looking you up, and you have a lot of followers that are a lot of friends of mine. So oh, I was very excited. Awesome. Yes. <clears throat> so I was really excited um, to meet you today. So, um, okay. Cecile, tell us um, a little bit about um, how many, first of all, how many locations do you have? We have two. We have one in Pearland. So okay. That's the first one. And then we do have another one in Missouri City that kind of serves that Fort Bend area. So it's really fun to see what comes into both stores because... Um, there's so many goodies out there. Yeah, that's those are two really great locations. Yeah, you know, you kind of get everything. Yeah. Um, okay, so you you and Christian are actually working on a project together that's kind of a big deal. You're putting together a fashion show. Can y'all tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. It's for Life Skills House. It is a great nonprofit organization, and they help young single women that go from uh, striving to thriving. So we are putting on a great uh, fashion <clears throat> show. It's going to be this coming Saturday at Reflection Bay Event Center. If you follow me on Facebook, I've got it posted on there as well. Or you could look up Life Skills House on Facebook, and they've got their event on there as well. We've got a style show. It's a luncheon, a great Mother's Day celebration. So grab your mom, grab your sisters, your grandma, your nieces, uh, kiddos, grandkids, and come and have a great time. Okay, so when is that again? It's this Saturday, the wow. 28th. Yes, it gets started at 11 o'clock, and um, there's going to be food and the style show, like I said, and just lots and lots of fun. It's going to be a great event. So how can they get tickets to this? Okay, so if you go onto Facebook, you can find the um, Life Skills House page, or you can go to Life Skills house.simpleticks.com and ticks is t-i-x i was wondering yes <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify or you can go on to my facebook page um which you see my links here and um, you can go to my facebook page and you can get the link there as well to go get some tickets to come in for a great great cause oh that's wonderful yes <clears throat> excuse me okay so Cecile yes. oh, and I keep wanting to say Brooke so if I call you Brooke <laughs> that's my daughter that's okay <laughs> well that's what I was gonna ask you so is it named for somebody so it's named it for your is. daughter it's named for my daughter she was time goes by so fast she was in oh. kinder when we started but oh now she's like a grown adult at seventh grade <laughs> oh, I love it. they do seem like small adults at seventh grade yes. don't they yes yeah so I'll answer to either because that's what everyone yeah. calls me in there <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so so when did you first open? 2011. Wow. I know. Wow. 2011. It wow. seems like yesterday or a 100 years, depends on the yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. how tired you are that exactly. day. It's been 100 years <laughs> I've been doing this. <clears throat> well, so, you know, um, resale shopping is the hottest of the hot. It I mean, is it, so it, hot right it now. It continues yes. to get better and better and better. And yes. it's like the places to shop. It yeah. really is all over. And I remember in the early 1990s when resale shopping um they had kind of 
given it a name. It was called Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> because the college kids didn't call it resale. They called it, it's Vintage. It's Vintage. Sorry, Vintage. Funny. That's like two years ago. Exactly. So I like Vintage. But, Last season becomes yes, Vintage. <laughs> it's become such a hot thing in college towns. Mm-hmm. I mean, for years and years and years. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, but now, I mean, it's where, like, I love to go resale shopping yes. Yes. because yes. that's where you find all the fun things. You do. <laughs> Lots of goodies. It's, it's so fun. It is like a treasure yep. hunt. It yes. is. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I don't who know. doesn't like a treasure hunt? I mean, <laughs> let's face it. Women love to shop. And yep. I'm telling you what it is also is that social media is so huge now. You cannot be seen in the same thing like you could before. <laughs> So you can keep wearing it, but it's still amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Change I love that. Up. That's true. It's so true, though. Yeah. It is so true. It is. So, it um, is. okay. So, what got you started in the in the resale consignment business? God, you know what? It's a funny. I mean, I don't even know to tell you the truth, except I just mm-hmm. really just fell into it because I'm a healthcare by background, but I just want to do something different. And I really didn't How do fun. anything for months. And then all of a sudden, just doors started opening. And I said, I like to shop oh. and I like to, you know, do business. What can I do? And it really just came about. But That's even in 2011, awesome. it's so different from right now in 2018. Before mm-hmm. people, you'd have to explain it. You know, this is not thrift shopping. This is consignment. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, you know, with all the reality shows and mm-hmm. everyone, you know, all the stylists coming out about it it's so easy now mm-hmm. i mean everyday women are coming in mm-hmm. so yeah it's so and they should yeah and they should agree because it's great it's great clothes and y'all y'all especially have great clothes in there and you can get a great look without having to yes. pay a huge amount yes and you that's what you want to find you want to find someone who will screen the mm-hmm. clothes for you so right. you, everything you look at is great you don't have to go through 10 pieces to find that's you know right. that one great piece so yeah that's why people love <laughs> us i think in particular is because we're doing all the work for you and you're looking at great stuff and it's just exactly. way cheaper yeah and you know you you mentioned that you were in the healthcare business before, but yeah. we, now you're in the mental health company yeah. because you're helping women <laughs> like save so therapy. much money. So That's true. right. It's retail, retail therapy. therapy. I thought it is retail therapy for both of us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So if somebody, you know, the, the summer's almost here. Yeah. I mean, yes. we're already kind of spring summery in Texas now. And it's that time of year where people go, uh, I want some new clothes. I need mm-hmm. some new pieces. Mm-hmm. And but they don't have a lot of money to spend. Sure. You know, they're either saving up for a vacation or <clears throat> you have kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, like yes. we all know. Um and you just want to go treat yourself. Yep. Right. You want something fun or you're going to a little party or something. Yes. So why should they go shop at Brooks Boutique? I think that's the key is a lot of times is you have, we can have everything in the store. Like you have every brand that you want to look at in the mall. We don't have the prices of it. And honestly, some ladies even don't like shopping. So they want to go to one place where they can get some help and find some fun pieces. We'll help you put it together and you're done. Yeah. And that's what makes the big difference. And I would also add too, I love shopping there because there's such a great variety of pieces and she has a lot. It's not just like one rack for the resale stuff. And she's got a great, great assortment of pieces and she's also even got if you're if you're wanting to do that she's got some boutique pieces in there as well so you can mix and match the boutique pieces with the consignment pieces and come up with with a whole new look there so I was and I think the fact too I'm going to chime in on this because I love your story (laughs) Um, but like you said earlier I love the fact that y'all go in and check everything like on my I know we've talked resale shopping before and a lot of the stuff I said is you need to check for holes you need Mm -hmm. to check for threads you need to check for you know this that and the other and make sure that it's a it's a good brand it's a good quality 
quality, but you all do that before you yes. even get there. So if you want some new clothes, then I would say, well, just stop at Brooks and, <laughs> go, and go, go check that out first. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, there's some. I want. I really want to talk to us, uh, our listeners about the do's and don'ts of resale shopping. Okay, sure. Because it is not um, something that you don't want to just go to any resale shop. Sure. Because, like you said, you know, a lot of places um, may not uh, scan their clothing or mm-hmm. check for things right. like um, the nicer places Correct. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is very important because you're still spending money. Yes. That's right. It's not like you're going and getting something for free. Yes. That's right. And so you want to go someplace you can trust and you know that the clothes are clean yes. and that they're coming from good sources yep. and mm-hmm. that they, you know, they've got a good quality mm-hmm. of, of um, people who shop there and donate there. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. what's great about it. Yes. <clears throat> so what do you think one of the... Um, best things about your boutique is and it's Brooks Boutique. Yes, they love it. Yeah. Well, I think for us is exactly that. We do all the work for you. For on our consigner side, you bring it to us and we'll pre-screen them. We will look for all of those things that, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I like the boutique to look like a place I'm going to go to and <laughs> smell like a place I want to go to and it looks like a place I want to go and to. And it does. Thank you. <laughs> so truly, if you walk into our boutiques, you wouldn't know, I would hope, that it's a resale shop. Mm-hmm. It looks like a regular boutique mm-hmm. and it doesn't have have that feel of thrift or like you know your bigger you know uh, branded mm-hmm. location it's a mm-hmm. still a family shop so it's going to feel like you're in a regular pretty boutique and it yep. just happens to have great clothes in it so. it does it does <laughs> and i would say too whenever you're going to these resale shops just like you said earlier you're going to go in you're going to find some amazing amazing deals but what you want to be careful about this i guess from a stylist standpoint yes. and in your closets you want to be careful that you're not just grabbing every 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 single piece that you have because ultimately that takes up some real estate in your closet right and we still want to be able to be less stressed and better dressed when we get in our closets and not be overwhelmed with everything that you have so doing a little bit of planning before you go and just because you see something for five dollars and it goes on you doesn't mean it necessarily (laughs) fits you so that's very true you have to see if it goes with your lifestyle and with the current clothes that you have and you know going back to the shopping tips it has to go with at least or i always say it has to go with at least three pieces in your wardrobe so do plan ahead do know that you can use it for multiple occasions Um, and also I would say some of those do's and don'ts again is know what the store's return policy is I think that's very important no matter what resale shop you're going to because you don't want to get stuck with something like you really need to be all in some stores say this is especially at consignment stores they have agreements with their consigners so they the the, uh, sales will be final so just know that and understand that before you go into those stores those would be some of the I guess uh, do's and don'ts I, I would agree. <laughs> yeah and that's really interesting because <clears throat> I don't think people think about needing to return them mm-hmm. yeah. and sometimes you do right and you need to ask before you leave the store because mm-hmm. if it's not written on one of their tags or something right. that they have or a pamphlet that they send you out with uh-huh. or they don't tell you right you know you have five days to return this or you know this is a final sale right which they're supposed to do but you know who knows? That's yeah. right. That's and you right. want to make sure you're spending your money properly. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, okay. So what, sh- what should I look for when I am browsing a resale shop? Because, you know, <laughs> what I love about resale shops is that you walk in, well, the good ones. Like <laughs> you walk in and it's not like a, a resale shop. It's the higher end fun. There's everything. Yes. Yes. There's handbags. Ooh, there's shoes. The there's yes. accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, so what should I look for when you're shopping at a new place yes. okay 
Well, I think um, you definitely want to check those items on your list first, right? Because we're going to plan ahead and know what it is that we're looking for. But sometimes we just want to go in and have a good time. Like it is retail therapy. So just go with an idea in mind uh, and a budget maybe in mind a little bit um, to know what you can spend when you're going and it can be really tempting when you go in there to pick something up because it's so inexpensive but just be careful because we do want a closet full of great clothes like we talked about earlier and not just a closet with nothing to wear that I feel like sometimes yep. a lot of us have so you do want to inspect the items very carefully make sure it's a quality item which uh, everything that I've seen at your store is oh, checks you. for hole check the holes stains buttons um, zippers are working mm -hmm. properly that kind of thing um, if you're going to other stores and especially check the seams and the hems to me that's the biggest part whenever you're at a resale shop is to check the seams and the hems of an item definitely go for nicer fabrics um you know such as like silk and wool um, and cotton and just and have a good time it right. is a treasure yes. hunt and you do want to um look for those things that you're looking for but then you can also kind of a little segue here is look on their social media pages i know you guys have oh, an amazing social media page and you're always talking about what you have so tell us a little yes. bit about your social media page and how y'all how um, we do it yes yeah because i would chiming in to what christian said is everyone's all of us have favorite brands so yes. if you're going through the racks i would always just say because you know what those brands are you know how they fit you and you know their price point in a, their regular store which is typically higher a lot higher than ours so that's the fun part when you find your pieces yes. of what you love and then on our social media, oh my God, it's so much fun. You guys have to join. <laughs> so on Facebook, because we post our new, our new arrivals there, and usually it's our designer handbags, which are huge movers. Designer jewelry, designer handbag, your hottest items. Like, they have woo, a ton. Like, I, like ooh, the bag I'm sporting today, <laughs> I did get from you her. You did, you did. Yes. I, I mean, mean, talking big brands here. We're talking like Coach, Louis, Louis, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, mm -hmm. uh, Kendra Scott's are huge. So yes. things, you know, honestly, like they always say, one woman who's done with it there's 20 that want it <laughs> <laughs> exactly well so you know and that makes me think do we um does brooks boutique specialize in in yes. any really a couple things that yes. people need to go to you for yes we are really really well known and blessed to be known for mm -hmm. designer handbags and yes. designer items so those go so so quickly so what we normally do and these days people for those things you don't have to try on because we all know a purse fits right yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right? honestly on our social media page ladies don't even come in anymore for that we'll post it on our media page which is brooks boutique pearland or also Brooks Boutique <laughs> exclusive previews and they just buy it straight there and we'll mm -hmm. pick it or we'll mail it anywhere. So awesome. Amazing. Well, coming up, why is resale so popular and getting more popular every day? Is social <laughs> media helping? Yes. We'll find out right after this. Mom just typed in a question for you. Oh, great. All right, and we're back. Woo. Good morning. We've got Christian Graffinino from Infinite Image Consulting and styled by Christian yes. right here in the studio. And she brought her fabulous friend, which <laughs> we're so excited to have in the studio today, Cecile Reynolds huh. that owns Brooks Boutique. Yes. This fabulous resale shop. And it so, is. okay, so. Um, Brooks, you know, Brooks. <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. Okay, and, and have we said shop the word shopping yet? Because we're doing the oh, drinking oh, game. That's right. I think we said it. Cheers. <laughs> we're doing the little drinking game. We're gonna have a sip of mimosa every time we say the word shopping. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uber. So, I know, exactly. So, yeah, Uber. Um, so, a um, couple of questions before. We've got a lot of people watching and a couple have questions. Okay. So, um, 
We actually have Jennifer Moran who mentioned something how Facebook um, shopping is becoming popular Mm -hmm. and so they're worried about different um, people have been worried about different businesses not getting so much business in their store Mm -hmm. because you can just do it on on Facebook Mm -hmm. however there is a difference so tell us why people need to go to your store Mm -hmm. well I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a lot of time. So a lot of it for us is just we do all the work for our consigners. You don't mm-hmm. have to meet up with anybody who is sketchy or, you know, <laughs> probably, I've heard all kinds of stories. <laughs> but we really literally do all the work. You drop it off and you come get money later, period. The end, you don't have to worry about anything else in our busy lives. And that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the great thing about it, you know, you can't, you know, they said that years ago that, you know, um, Internet is going to take over books that people won't buy books anymore mm-hmm. and things like this. Like people won't go f- buy and touch things. But I think people want to go yes. touch and feel material. Absolutely. They want to try it on. They, they want to know how it feels on them and looks on them. Yes. Yes. That is still going to be very, yes. very important. Yeah. Of course, accessories, things like that. Like, But you said y'all already do that. Right. Yes. You know, you can use social media to your advantage, That's which right. is great. And she's doing a really great job of that. I love Thank that you. you can go in her store or you can go online and look at the pieces she has and she highlights pieces as well so if you are more of the hey i just want to stay at home in my jammies and shop kind then you can go on yes, her social media pages and um and shop that way or you can actually go into the store if you if you've got some things to do out in town you want to go buy so you can shop either way at her store so i think she's doing a really good job of, of of mixing both of those up to to reach the different markets yeah and that's really important to stay yeah. on top of that so mm-hmm. that's you've already doing that okay so we're gonna <laughs> say hi to some people awesome. um hi my mom and dad oh, my, my husband <laughs> We've got Wendy watching Pamela. We've got um, another Wendy. We have um, Kim Gloger. She said she is going to go to your boutique soon. Um, That's Michelle. (laughs) That's Michelle you're seeing there. Shell. Is it Shell? She goes by Michelle. Like it. Like it. Hi. Um, And so um, my mom asked a question. What kind of clothes do you accept on consignment? We do ladies items. Great question. Ladies items. We typically stay within a couple years in style because that's what we're buying mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we typically follow the season so right now we're doing spring and summer so but oh, okay, yeah. great. handbags Perfect. though it does not have a season ladies anytime <laughs> oh great and um and sherry stockwell said hi ladies hi, good hi. morning sherry. good morning thank you for joining that's right thank y'all all for watching okay so um, there are so many bargains oh my gosh, at a resale yes. shop. So yes. How do we know if we are getting a good deal? Oh, because that's this a good is, question. This is a big question yes. for a lot of people because they're going, well, you know, so-and-so has a sale, but a resale shop, how do I know if I don't know how to compare? Oh, yeah, good right. question. That's a great question. I would say just know the, the price of the mm-hmm. brands. You, if you go and shop, or you can even go online now. Yes. It's so convenient to go on and say, okay, Michael Kors handbag and this color, you can go online and look at it and know about what price you Uh should be paying for it so just do a little bit of research that doesn't take a whole lot of time and knowing the brands kind of those levels that they set for those prices will be good and then when you go to the store you'll know if you're getting a good deal or not um you can also ask if the store has sales or follow them on social media we have talked about that so much this morning (laughs) they usually do post any kind of sales that they have there um and like i said just google it i mean just just look it up okay so both of you what are some tips for first time resale shoppers because there's a bunch of people listening 
listening or are going to watch this show yes. that are going to say, I've never <laughs> done this before. Yes. What do I need to know before I walk in the door? Okay, here's a good one. Um, don't try to put an outfit together there. Go with your plan because you could get a little bit frustrated because they do have mix and match pieces. You might not be able to put a full outfit mm -hmm. together there. But do know that you can go in and say, okay, I would like to look for this kind of top and know that you've got some other pieces in your closet. Yes. Now I say that, but then I just went in and made <laughs> outfits for the fashion show. From so, exactly. <laughs> so it can happen, but don't get frustrated, especially for first time shoppers and not knowing how to, how to shop those stores and being, be open to trying on multiple sizes. Mm -hmm. Different brands run differently. So you want to be open to saying, okay, well, if I wear a size 10, well, it might be a size eight in this brand. It might be a size 12 in that brand. Don't look at the numbers. Okay. <laughs> Make sure it fits you and don't yes. try to just squeeze in something because it has a particular number on it. If you see something that you love and it fits you correctly, then own it. And, yeah. and you can yes. get it that way. Yes. yes. Absolutely. And uh, Jennifer Parrish. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> I know Jennifer. Uh, um, Jennifer. Lots of great handbags there. Yes. yes. I, I'm telling you, that is what I think sets us apart, truly. Yes. I mean, I think that we've been really blessed to be able to provide the handbags because, let's face it, no, everyone wants it, but no one wants to pay that price. So That's we true. have it for you. I agree. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think that um, that everybody here... Everybody listening all over the place needs to head to Brooks Boutique <laughs> yes. because it sounds Follow like the hot sure. resale shop to go to. <laughs> I'm, I'm so telling excited. you. you yes. awesome. Okay, so um, what questions, Christian and uh -huh. um, Cecile, do we need to ask ourselves before we make a purchase at a resale shop? Okay, I would say, uh, so here are some of the questions. Um, would I buy this at regular price? Like just because yes. it's on the rack and it's, it's, it's a great price, would I buy it at regular price? Like does that mean, am I okay with putting it in my closet and letting it take up some valuable space in there? Um, do I love this item on me? <laughs> right? Like, I love this item. It looks super cute on the mannequin. But do I really love it on me? Is it my color? Is it my style? Is it my brand? Is it who I am? Is it the right cut and color for me? So those are some great questions to ask. Do I feel comfortable in this? Like, both, yes, physically, am I fidgeting around in it? But also emotionally. Like, is it, am I, like, feeling a little bit crazy when I wear this? <laughs> we don't want to set anybody <laughs> off here, okay? In a, but crazy yeah, in a good in a way. way. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> and here's a really interesting one, or I think this is good. Do I have something similar already? We are so drawn to pieces that we already have in our closet. You have to be careful that you're not buying multiples of the same item. I'm like, this yes. is my seventh black t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you can saying? have. That you can have. But uh, just be careful whenever you're thinking about. And do I see myself wearing this in the next week or two? Is it for a special occasion or, you know, uh, in that kind of way? And does it fit my lifestyle? Like, yeah, you know, maybe you've got something that's super dressy, but you are a stay-at-home mom who might not need that certain level right. of clothing every single day so just think about the number of items that you have in your closet versus your lifestyle and what you want to have in there okay great yes. so um cecile give us the addresses really quickly sure. because we're having people ask okay. for both Perfect. addresses oh, yeah. locations okay great. so in pearland we are at 8209 broadway suite 106 in Pearland. Okay. Um, it's kind of on the west side, but okay. it's still pretty much in the middle of Pearland. Okay. And then the Missouri City location is 6212 South Highway 6 in Missouri City. Okay, great, great. great. And we can post those links, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 we can post those Absolutely. in the Absolutely. They're going to, they're, everybody, they're going to be posting the links and addresses underneath this show yes. Yes. so that you know. Yeah. Okay, and also we have another question. Does your shop just sell women's clothes or is there things for her tween? Oh, yes. That's a great question. Tween, like Brooke now is 13, so... 
gosh, now it she loves their stuff sizing. in there too. Now, yeah. I was gonna say she'll go in there and pick stuff too. We will take sizes from zero to plus sizes. So a lot of times, our tween girls and the younger it's becoming with resale shopping, they'll come in their mother daughter. So I would yeah. say definitely yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the good thing that people need to remember is that this is not um, a regular store. So you're right. not you're getting clothing um, consigned there from all kind of people with That's all right. kind of taste Absolutely. and sizes, right. which yes. is so fun. <laughs> yes. I do. It I love resale shopping. Yay. Yeah, it's tell so you, exciting. But I always tell ladies that they first come in and or will be like, oh, they pop in all the time. As you know, we get in stuff every day. So mm-hmm. if there's not something that one day, come back. I promise you two days later, there'll be something for you. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> absolutely. That is awesome. Okay, so um, Christian, you mentioned in one of our um, shows a couple of months ago that um, there's a rating system oh, yes. for getting rid of clothes. Yes. Is this something that we can do while we're shopping? Yes, absolutely. So uh, that rating system is, um, it's a scale of one to 10. One is, I just do not like this on me at all. And a 10 is, I feel fabulous in this. Okay, now you can great. use That's this cool. at the resale shop. You can use it just regular shopping. I use it even with my clients when we're doing wardrobe editing in their own closets, but also when I take them shopping. If it doesn't reach a seven or higher, then it needs to go back. It either needs to get out of their closet or it needs to go back on the rack because you want to feel great in everything that you put on. So okay. yes, you can definitely use that rating system here okay. uh, in the resale shop as well. Great. Because um, I want to ask um, Cecile, Cecile, do you find that a lot of people are buying clothes a smaller size or something because they're mm. trying to lose weight? Um, or, you know, and, and Christian, this yeah. is also a question for you. Yeah. Um, what is your return policy? Our return policy is like typical resale shops, which is all sales final. Okay. Yeah. So there's no return. Right. Yeah. So we definitely always suggest ladies to try on the clothes. And Got we it. give our honest opinion because a lot of times it's not, it is sizing, but they can pretty much get that. But surprisingly, and that's why you need someone like Christian, is they don't know their <laughs> style. They yeah. don't know what fits their body. So that's what mm-hmm. we're helping them with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is so great because mm-hmm. see, I mean, resale shop, and this is how most of them are. Yes. They don't have return. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. a tr- return policy. The return policy is you buy it. We expect you have to have tried it on here yes. right. and you right. like it and yeah. you're ready to take it. Well, and they also have contracts with their consigners. So yes. that's why they have well, to have those rules why. in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. that's true. Because yeah. <laughs> that money saying. goes to them. Just so saying. that consigner is like, I'm done. You, it's yours now. <laughs> That's the reality of it. Absolutely. Okay. So really quickly, we're coming to the end of the segment. How can they follow you on social media? Okay. The best way is we have our regular Facebook page, Brooks Boutique Pearland. That'll hit both our stores. And then we have our exclusive page where we put new arrivals first, Brooks Mm -hmm. Boutique Exclusive Previews. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, ladies. This was awesome. Okay. Coming up next. Did you know that you already have a personal brand? Find out what it might be next. All right. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited because we have pure JMO. Yeah. Jennifer Moran in the house. Yeah. That's right. And so, um, Jennifer, you know, everyone has a personal brand whether they like it or not, really. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, and personal branding, the word personal branding has become this buzzword. Um, Why? Well, I mean, you know, the word personal branding, I think everyone hears it. I don't care if you're just a stay-at-home mom, maybe you don't own a business, or um, you're not really in the entrepreneurial world. You, you may think that personal branding doesn't matter. But in this day of social media, and as everything goes to a more, um, I guess, virtual existence, unfortunately, you know, which I always joke, we're going to turn into the people from the movie Wally, where we're all, you know, floating around in our lazy boys with four computer screens 
sipping our frappuccino while food's delivered to us. But um, nobody gets out anymore. But everything, you know, just as as your app to pick up your phone and say, I want to Google it, people do the same thing for you. And it can it doesn't always have to be necessarily just related to a business. I mean, even if, like I said, if you're a stay-at-home mom and let's just say uh, your child comes home and says that they want to spend the night at a friend's house and you don't know much about that friend or that friend's family, a lot of times people go on Facebook and start, creeping a little bit to see what they can figure out and they're going to judge a lot for example just by your photo and so you know I see people all the time who tell me well you know I hate to take pictures of myself or I don't like looking at pictures so I put up a profile picture of a my cat or don't do that I mean you truly have a personal brand and and even though you may not think that it's all about you and that's great you still need to take a really good profile picture something that really represents who you are and because people will judge you off of that, whether it's whether it's just seeing if their kid can come over for a sleepover all the way to applying for a position at a company, let's say um, they're going to be checking out uh, your brand to see who you are. Yeah. And who wants to be n- branded as the nutty cat person? Yeah. 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 She's applying what? for a job, but she has a picture of three cats. Yeah, exactly. That's like that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, a personal brand, when I was kind of doing a little bit more research on this, um, because you're you're all about the brand stuff, you always kind of have been. Yeah. And you're, and you're delving into more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for your line of work, which is so great. Well, what was interesting was I, I was watching um, a couple of YouTube videos on personal branding and kind of information. You know, what they said was that it's your reputation. Yeah. You know, it's one of the first things that really yes. brands you. Yes. That's, you know, I, I kind of got concerned for some of these millennials. Absolutely. Because they have no clue that they're branding themselves in this really bad way. Well, and I will say there there is kind of a shift going the other way now where HR... Um, you can read a lot of articles online, but a lot of HR departments are now being told that they can't use social media because they're afraid that it might lead to like race or gender bias. And I understand that, but still it, you're kind of lying to yourself if you don't think that whoever you interviewed with isn't going to be immediately as you walk out of the room looking for your profile on LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that. And so for these millennials, especially, they really need to be cautious. And I think they're, they're learning that now um, and being taught that even in high school, you know, to be really cautious. I know when my daughter, you know, even though she's a really great kid, Merritt, when she was going off to University of Alabama and getting ready to go through sorority rush, which is like the largest rush in the nation, she had to spend some time going through her Instagram and, you know, which she primarily at that point just had Instagram and Twitter. She wasn't really on Facebook that much then. But she had to go through and sort of clean it up and remove photos and things like that. But here's the scary reality of it all is that even if you delete a photo, um, it can technically be captured by the Internet and still be floating around on Google Images. And I've learned that just from being sort of out front in my network marketing um, you know, businesses that I've been in is you don't think that there's a picture out there of you floating around. And I'm not saying it's awful, but I'm just saying sometimes when I go and Google myself, which if you have not done that, you need to do that. Um, but when I Google myself, I see photographs or links to things that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's ancient history, or that was eight years ago. And it's probably not even on my Facebook anymore. And it's still 
you know, floating around out there as top content. And that leads me to another point. Um, there's a lot of articles. In fact, one that I was reading the other day on personal branding, a gentleman um, was trying to figure out, you know, what was going on. His business wasn't taking off like, like he thought it should. And then a friend of his called him sort of out of the blue. And I think he had applied to be a consultant or something through his business. Anyway, long story short, his friend, who was the HR manager there, called him and said, you know, when um, our company Googled your name, the first person that came up, it, it showed a criminal record. And it turned out it wasn't the same guy. His name was Pete Kistler. In fact, the uh, article that I read was in Entrepreneur Magazine. But he said when he went and Googled himself, the first Pete Kistler that tr popped up was a criminal. And there was all these articles on some crime this guy had committed. And a lot of people won't dig in to see if there's any other Kelly Williams or any other Jennifer Morans mm -hmm. out there. And so you really need to pay attention to how you're being perceived in the virtual world, even if you don't think that there should be anything. So, and I know a lot of people, you know, jokingly will Google themselves or say, oh, I'm going to go Google myself and see what pops up. But you really need to pay attention to that. And if you see something negative, then you really, uh, that's when you're going to have to learn a little bit about um, terms like SEO, you know, sales engine, uh, uh, op, you know, optimization and things like, or not sales engine, search engine optimization. You're going to need to learn about ways to get negative content attached to your name, even if it's not you, move down so that you can move up higher in those searches with positive content. Yeah. And Jennifer, so, so if there's people listening today that have heard the words personal brand, what is it? Give us a short explanation of what is a personal brand? Well, the way I sort of um, relay it, you know, for example, you know, the network marketing company that I'm involved in is ID Life. It's a health and wellness company. So if I'm teaching my associates about um, branding themselves using social media, and I tend to use a lot of Facebook for network marketing, other people may do it for LinkedIn. But in the case of, of, of Facebook, I'm like, you know, anything that you're going to post on social media, and I've, I've told my kids this too, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, you need to ask yourself when you put that up, if I were to purchase a billboard on the side of 45, would I pay $2,500 a month to have what I'm about to post go up? And the reason I say that is because I see a lot of people who... Um, for example, I was friends with a lady in, in my last company that, that I was part of for network marketing for eight years, and she was awesome. She was a really great networker, but she shared a lot of her emotional struggles as a single mom on Facebook, and it was she was using Facebook like her diary. And, you know, so she would go from one post about, hey, join me in my awesome entrepreneurial venture, you know, where we're going to be happy and, you know, changing our life. And it, but then her very next post was super negative, um, whining, kind of complaining, how horrible. And I'm thinking nobody's going to want to partner with you in your venture when you're basically almost manic depressive on your <laughs> on your Facebook page. So you really, you know, I know your life may be falling apart and you really want to reach out. Maybe, you know, I think a lot of people are lonely in this day and age, unfortunately, due to social media because you're somewhat disconnected. But, you know, really, if you want to type all that out, type it all out, look at it, have a good cry and then delete it. Don't post it, you know, don't ever put it out there because that's your billboard. And so like the only example I can really give in terms of personal branding uh, in relation to what I do, for example, with network marketing 
in the industry that I'm in primarily, we're really out to solve people's problems with their lives, which I always say is in one of four areas. They either don't have enough time, they don't have enough money, um, they don't have enough relationship, or they're starved in areas of health. Either they suffer from health issues or friends or family that they care about do. And so I tell my associates, don't be one big long streaming ID Life ad where it's like, you know, here's Hydrate and, you know, this is what it contains and it's awesome, you know, and this is the cost. Constantly barraging them because people, first of all, they can hide your content. Um, they can, you know, still keep you as a friend, but hide you in their newsfeed, which basically means they're un or unfollow you. So they don't see you or, or your posts anymore without hurting your feelings by unfriending you. And so they will turn, turn you off as a channel or as a brand. If you're bombarding them either with negative content or with too much advertising. And so I, I tell people instead, Think about what your audience is looking for. What would you be looking for? What would you park on somebody's page to check out? And so in the case of what we do in network marketing, I'm like, show, you know, for example, I just spent a week in Seaside, Florida, and I was trying to put up Facebook Lives about how awesome it was to have time freedom so that if somebody was, you know, in their cubicle at their life-sucking job on a Tuesday, and I'm out there like, woo! look at me living the dream on the beach and seaside on a Tuesday, people are going to stop and go, Oh my God, I want to go to the beach right now. And they're going to watch my Facebook live. And it wasn't one long barrage ad about ID life, but I did mention ID life and how it afforded me the financial and time freedom to, to do what I was doing. And so it, it kind of hit on a need. And that's, even if you're not in network marketing, if you're, if you're just a, a stay at home mom and you're really wanting to uh, widen your connections for play dates or what have you put up really valuable content that other moms would appreciate, you know, talk about, and, you know, that's where I do say you can share struggles in a real connected way without whining and complaining about it. I mean, put up something funny about your kids. Like, you know, like seriously, like last night I opened up the freezer and my kid had eaten the last, you know, yogurt bar out of a box and left the empty box in the freezer. And we were just, we were just, <laughs> we were just talking about how, you know, literally that is, um, common yeah we're gonna be right yeah. back with that and do you know that you already have a personal brand up next find out the three things you need to know about it All right. Okay. We're back with Jennifer Moran. We're talking about personal branding and, um, this is really a big deal because people start branding themselves and they don't even really know yeah. they're, they're doing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jennifer, what age should somebody actually be thinking about, okay, everything I post and what I'm doing is, is going to make a difference on my career or my life goals what age should they really start being aware of that? Well, I don't know if there's an exact number, but I can tell you, you know, in my opinion, stories, you know, paint a picture a lot better. <laughs> so I'll just give you, I'll throw myself under the bus. So this past week when I was in Seaside, I was there with my cousin celebrating her birthday and a girlfriend of mine. And in the interim, my family life's crazy, right? I have three kids, my husband. So my husband goes to Duncanville to take my son to a basketball tournament. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, my daughter who my older daughter flies in from University of Alabama to attend her best friend's ring dunk uh, up at Texas A&M, which for those of you listening who don't know what a ring dunk is, they get their, you know, their, their senior year, their college ring, their graduation ring, 
and they have this big party um, with all their friends and their family. And I know it sounds real Texan, but they take a pitcher of beer and they dunk their ring in it and then they drink the whole pitcher. It's like craziness. Okay. I'm not promoting drinking here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> um, I, and I'm sure they could alternate it with ginger ale. I don't know. But the, the bottom line is, um, my youngest daughter, my 13 year old ended up going with my older daughter to college station because her, uh, Merritt's best friend's little sister was also going to be there and her mom. And so she's witnessing this ring dunk ceremony going on and it's fun and it's kind of crazy. And like I said, it could have been Sprite in the picture. I don't know. But the bottom line is my daughter, I'm horrified to see, puts up a video. She's 13 on her Instagram of them dunking their rings and chugging these pictures. And I immediately called her and said, you take that down. Because even though it was innocuous, and even though, you know, there was family there and there were other little kids there, it still didn't look good on social media. So, and I'm like, you're 13, Merit, uh, or uh, Karis, you need to take that down. And so I say that to say that it, at any age, I don't care, as soon as your, your children get on social media, you need to start coaching them about the content that they put up. It needs to be age appropriate. It needs to be appropriate in general um, for the audience that's going to be watching them. They need to be sensitive to that. And, you know, for example, even this past week, one of the things we were discussing was a friend, my friend that came on the trip with us, one of her good friends um, had a child that was applying for the FBI, for example. And for that job, they go all the way back. They literally interview your kindergarten teachers. So, you know, and I'm sure they're looking at all your social media starting at a very young age. And so really your personal brand in this day and age starts the moment that you sign up for that social media account. And you have to be real sensitive to what you're putting up there. And it can't just be, um, you, you can't assume that everybody knows what's going on around the post or the video that you're making. Sometimes there needs to be some ex explanation. And, you know, for younger children, like in the case of my daughter, it was very innocent to her, but she wasn't thinking about what will they see on this video because they don't understand there's family members there. There's other small children there. There may or may not be alcohol in those pictures. I don't know, but it's, it's not age appropriate for her. It wasn't something she should have posted. And I really wouldn't have even posted that as an adult, you know, uh, honestly. Yeah. So. And, and that's such a good point because we have, um, uh, a couple of people that have made comments to what you're saying. And, uh, we want to say hi to Lori, cookie, Joe and Kim. Hey, cookie. and, uh, <clears throat> real quick. The, the problem is, is, is a couple of their comments is that, you know, other people taking photos of you that yes. may not be flattering and they're posting them on, on social media or photo bucket, which has happened to Kim. They're not good. Some Absolutely. of them are not good. And these people want to get them off. And that's the problem is, is that not everybody's going to ask you for your permission um, yes. to post something. And so, you know, I just think that people forget that as soon as something happens, it may be literally all over the place now. So yes. be careful who you surround yourself with. And, and this is not saying that reunions, high school reunions and things are bad. Mm -hmm. There's just going to be things that, like you said, people don't know what's surrounding that situation. Yes. And as soon as it's posted, it may not be the most flattering light, mm -hmm. um, on us or mm -hmm. someone else in, um, and so we just have to be careful. And so as soon, I think it's so important 
Um, and Joanne mentioned this, that she loves what you're saying about telling kids soon as they sign up for social yes. media, guess what? You have a whole new responsibility now yeah. that you are branding yourself literally at this young age mm-hmm. of who you're around, what photos you choose right. to post. Exactly. It shows where, what your, um, responsibilities are what you're, you're showing what your your character is. It can show your moral, you know, like for example, I mean, that's why I said I had to throw myself under the bus because for my child to post that and think it was funny, I'm kind of like, Oh my gosh, am I the worst mom ever that she's posting this and thinks it's hilarious (laughs) that all these people are chugging pictures of beer. Like I'm sure everybody's like, Oh, there goes my mother of the year award right there. But you know, but it's the reality. I mean, I talk to moms all the time and you know, constantly I have a a wide circle of women my age, you know, with younger and older kids, but they've all been there and we're all struggling with, um, with social media and your point's huge, which, you know, you never know what's going on. Everybody's got their phones out now and is, is taking pictures or videos of what's going on around them. And it's very difficult, but there are services now that have cropped up that can actually help you manage your identity and help you manage your branding identity. Um, in fact, I believe it was the entrepreneur uh, article that I was reading on that guy, Pete Kistler, but I think the business he ended up starting out of that um, ended up on Shark Tank and he got funded through Shark Tank. But it's a business all set up about controlling uh, your identity. They kind of watch your name uh, and your photo. Um, In fact, there was a huge article. I just saw it on the cover of um, one of the newspapers this past week about Facebook right now is going through um, some serious issues with people um, not liking the fact that they map your face now. And that as soon as somebody takes a picture of you, whether you took it of yourself and posted it or somebody else, it instantly recognizes you through facial mapping. And there's some, some, a lot of uh, interesting legal discussion going on around that about whether that's a violation of people's rights and, and what have you, because your face is unique to you. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's, it's pretty interesting. It is interesting. And so we're, we're getting a little close to the end of the segment. So I wanted you to answer a couple of okay. quick questions. How can social media really help the younger generations to brand themselves in a good way? Oh, well, I mean, just starting out right out of the gate, putting up good content. Um, you can really share a lot of the great qualities that you have as an individual starting at a very young age and the things that you really bring to the world in terms of your gifts, your unique gifts and talents, and um, and and share those with the world through social media. That's the great thing about social media. It connects people, and you can actually, actually inspire other people and change lives through your social media yeah. content. So, Jennifer, if somebody wants to get in touch with you or follow you on social media, yeah, because yeah. you do have some good stuff. Yeah, um, and talk or, or visit with you more about this. How can they reach you and contact you? Well, I'm at, you know myself. I'm in the process of doing more personal branding. In fact, I'm attending a. I hired a branding coach, and I'm working with them uh, for two days this weekend in a workshop. So, but I do have an official page, which uh, you know you can find me at, at @purejmo on Facebook. But I'm really not putting a lot of content on there right now. I still am primarily operating off my personal page, which is Jennifer Merritt Moran. Uh, but there will be more coming soon. Okay, so. awesome. Stay tuned for more Pure JMO. And uh, thanks for joining us today. And stay tuned for more hot music and fun day on Vinyl Draft Radio.